Jason Tinkup, and we are broadcasting live from the Greenhouse booth at HR Tech 7116. If you're here, please come by. And uh, we are going to jump, just jump right into it. Let's just, let's just do this. Absolutely. Would you do me a favor and introduce yourself to I'm the audience? Happy to. Doug Shonrock. Uh, I'm with Jovio currently, but have spent several decades in the HR tech. This is my actually, William, 25th HR tech event. Okay. You get, you get the medal. You get the award. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're going to go with good things. Lots of new names here this year. Yes. A lot of new names. How many times are you going to hear AI? Are you going to, uh, over under is 50? Oh, I've already got 100. Okay. Yeah. So you're in, the, you're in the over. AI, AI, AI. It's almost like a drinking game at this particular <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about interviewing. First thing is, is in your career, your favorite question that a candidate has asked you. Not, not necessarily a stumper, right. but something that you were like, you know what? That's a really good question. I think it would probably be one young person, not that long ago, it yeah. was when I was at uh, actually JWT, who turned the question around is like, where do you expect me to be in 10 years? Was the question to me. Oh, that's me. nice. Oh, that's nice. That means you have to have thought, like, what's next? <laughs> it's like, and I'm like, well, where do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah, yeah. You know, he, they, they turn and it's I like, love that. where do you expect me to be in 10 years? Yeah. What I love about that is that's what's next. And it also highlights your mobility or internal mobility, whether or not you have it or you've thought through it. I love that. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So let's talk a little bit about kind of beyond the resume, if you will, like what you look for. And you look at a LinkedIn profile or resume, et cetera, like what, what are some of the things that you, you look for or you don't look for in a resume or a LinkedIn profile? It's a that is a great question, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Um, having been in the technology, H- we're here we are at HR Tech, right. and what is everybody trying to do? Automate, right. productivity, right. screening questions, chatbot. I'm going to turn this over to somebody who has no idea yeah. who they're talking to, yep. and the candidate doesn't know if they're even talking to anyone. And all of a sudden, we're trying to get to this needle in a haystack. <laughs> Somehow, miraculously, I'm going to get... So... <laughs> I guess what I look for is something that is personal. Right. Something that says, okay, and, and it, it doesn't have to be PII kinds of personal. Right, 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 right. Uh, it, it, I mean, look at the, the trend from the Supreme Court. It's like, okay, you're, you know, you can no longer use race right. or uh, disability as right. part of the admissions process. That's right. So now college students are look, have to really personalize these at a new level. Sure. And I kind of have taken that internally going like, okay, don't give me a chat GPT resume. Right, right, right. Give me something that says I may not be the smartest person in my class. I was not valedictorian. Right. You know, I played second string on the football team, but by God, I'm a hard worker. Right. And I will be valuable to you. I love that. I love that on so many levels, especially as you talk about ChatGBT and how candidates are going to use it and maybe even abuse it in, in some ways. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super worried about that yet. I think we got a ways to go before we need to make fear out of that. But um, well, well, if I can jump in, I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give your listeners fear. If you have not looked up Jeff Hinton, <laughs> who is the godfather of AI, yep. G-E-O-F-F Hinton, he has got a scary 13-minute episode on 60 Minutes. 
that AI is going to kill us. <laughs> and if you don't get terrified from that, you don't have a pulse. Is really what we've learned there. Exactly. <laughs> so what's your what's your bi your bit right now on on reducing bias? Like how can we do a better job in the hiring interviewing process of just maybe not eliminating? I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but. How can we reduce bias, and, and what's your what's your just your take these days? Well, I mean, it's hard. We are people, right? People inherently have bias, right? Whether learned or environment. So, at a certain point, we have focused so hard on skills, right? You know, skills match, and again, HR tech, skills matching. So it's like forget the person. I just need to know if these skills match these this right. requisition, right. and I can hire them. But. If we can eliminate bias at how it's currently defined, color, sexual orientation, right. ethnic or origin, right. and we can then bring our biases to cultural fit. Is this person, you know, everybody, I mean, you know, some people are outgoing, some people are very introvert, some are have a great sense of humor, some have a dry sense. Right. So keeping our biases to what is a cultural fit within your organization, yeah. then I think, I think we brought a good level of bias right. into the process. Yeah, there's a normalcy or, or norms uh, that happen. Outside the norm, it's not going to be counterproductive. Right. It's, it's not, and it's not talked about as much because we want to be able to say, oh, we can accept everybody. Well, we technically we can, but at one point, if it's so far out of the norm, it's going to be ineffective, right? Absolutely. That's, that's it. I mean, because when you use the term bias, you think mm. negatively. Right. And if you understand that we are inherently biased, right. you know, homo sapiens. That's right. Then it's okay to bring bias if the bias is helping bring value to the candidate because they're a cultural fit and value to the organization because they're a cultural fit. So what's your current take on skills in terms of the tertiary or potential or hiring for not necessarily what they've done now, but maybe what they could do? It's not on their resume, but we know that they're, they're good at that. They're probably good at this other thing. Like, it's it's the transferable skills, or the teachable skills, or you know, tertiary skills, or any of those other words that kind of basically say, hey, you have these skills, but really the job has these skills, but you know what, 90% of what you've been doing for 20 years is applicable, maybe with some training. How, how do you look at that? Well, we just talked about bias. So my personal bias right. is, um, so I have a journalism degree. Right. Okay. I have never used that journalism degree. Oh, you use it every day. But yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the point. So my bias is, it's like, okay, here's a list of 20 skills, and they have those 20 skills, and they have perfected those 20 skills. But the pace at which jobs change now, those skills may be irrelevant in two, three, four years. Right. Um, so with that, I look for what I call theologies. What was their curriculum? Sociology, anthropology, entomology, meteorology. Right. It's like they have an ability to cross a lot of disciplines, mm -hmm. you know, whether they've mastered them or even applied them right. is irrelevant. That didn't matter. But 
have do they have that ability to be able to then say, hey, this candidate has got a broad range of knowledge, right? And I, that 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 I can apply. I love that. Love, 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 love. Okay, so ghosting. <laughs> candidate, I know we're gonna talk about it. So candidates ghosting interviewers, uh, either hiring managers or recruiters, or recruiters hiring managers ghosting candidates. What's your what's your bid on that? What's your take on that these days? It, it's it's a fact. Right. Um, I have two kids. They are 27 and 25. They are both in the market, as yeah. they say. <laughs> and and for any millennial Gen Z, yeah, that that's that's their they grew up with that. Yep. It's like friends, friends. I'm yeah, using yeah. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Friends yeah, yeah. that they have online coming in and out of their lives. Yep. So it's kind of like okay, ghosting. I. It's, an, again, a negative term that I don't know that it is a negative term yeah. in the effect that it just is. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm hearing from folks now, that it's just like, that's just part of life. Why right. are we making a thing about it? Exactly. It's always been there. Yeah. It'll it, always be there. And what was the difference back in the day when you had a metal cabinet filled with resumes? Right. Yeah. A recruiter zipped open the envelope, pulled the resume out, <laughs> put it in a folder, <laughs> went into the file cabinet. Never looked at it again. Ghosting, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> For some companies, that was uh, more like 2005, but yes, <laughs> yes, uh, I do understand where you're going with that. Yeah. All right, last question is about, it isn't quite horror stories, but basically the worst kind of candidate interview that you had either personally yourself or that a candidate had with you, et cetera. And, and, and again, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be crazy or anything. It was just, just, it didn't work out. It just, for whatever reason, it didn't gel like the way you wanted it to, and it just didn't go the way you wanted it to. Yeah. And I think the worst one for me, and there, there's only, there, there, it's rare, but it happens kind of on a, on a regular basis, is the candidate comes in, almost, let's go back to Chat Beach GPT. Right. They have come in with a script. Right. And they're not... They're not listening to my questions at all. Right. And it's like, you know, uh, what do you want? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah. And they have scripted out, you know, yeah. where, you know, when I was 12, I did this. And then I graduated <laughs> from high school valedictorian. And it's like, what? Yeah, I didn't ask that question. I, I wasn't even going there. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> so it's, it's the horror stories for me are where it has become so automated. Yeah. And, and scripted yeah. that it's like okay I have just I can't get this I want the human half, being I can't get this half hour back in my life no. I don't know anything about this person right I know I know what they want me know, uh, to know about the automated part of what they want me to know right I already know the person right exactly how can I make a decision about the person yeah. if I don't know them I, I mean I ask every I'm a huge baseball fan so I ask everybody it's like who's your favorite baseball team uh, Texas Rangers. There you go. Only because I live, well, about a mile from the stadium and grew and, up a Rangers fan. And then you can start having a conversation right. that is totally not job-related. 100%. And then start to bring skills into yep. that conversation. That's right. It's yep. like, oh, you like the Rangers. Okay, so who do you think is the best outfielder? Like, right. A, right. historically, right. like, what kind of skills did they have? How do you, how'd they get those skills? Correct. So you can bring it back full circle Absolutely. using tools or stories or things like that. Yep. I love that. That's great. No one's answered that in that way. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I could give you a unique answer. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much for your time. Good talking with you as always. Absolutely. Enjoyed and it. Thanks for everyone listening. Until next time.